the name of the Father and Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, I mean, we're continuing uh, our study of the book of Joshua, uh, still chapter five, and uh, the process of preparing before uh, the battle, preparing before the battle. I think, you know, again, if we look at chapter five, the main lesson of Joshua five is that we must be uh, spiritually prepared before uh, we go to the battle. We must be spiritually prepared. And this is where always the question, like, you know, especially from the text itself, when and why and how. But I think uh, as Josh was doing, he's, he's submitting to, 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 to the Lord. And then uh, as he submits more, as he, 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 he hears the direction clearer and clearer as far as uh, when to fight, what to fight, what to do. And we'll see later on when he starts to do it on his own. Uh, away from the instructions, then you see what happened after that. But again, the whole chapter five is again after the 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 they crossed the river, after they uh, obeyed, and after they followed the Ark of the Covenant, the Torah, and after they went in, and then they thought they are ready. As we were talking last time, now it's the best time, the best you know, based on any uh, military mindset, this is the best time to continue and to attack. But the Lord asked them to pause, just settle down, not only to pause, but also causing them to be in pain and causing them to actually to, 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 to stall and to do the circumcision and to uh, wait till they are healed. And then I will tell you what to do. But still, there is one important fact or one important event, I would say, uh, before the, 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 the encounter with Jericho, which is what we'll read today, uh, and uh, maybe just uh, go through it and end chapter five and then uh, start chapter six from next time. I know there are a few people that are missing also today. So uh, we'll just read the rest of chapter five where we stopped at, and then we'll go on with, uh, with what does that mean and just take more few points as we focus more on. Uh, again, not just as as we said before, not just the story, not just like okay the the historical events, but a uh, couple of things. Number one is everything that is done there is a prototype for the life for Christ Himself, and for our life in Christ. And number two is the the uh, lesson itself that we can apply this to our spiritual uh, fight and spiritual struggle. So last time we talked more about Joshua five about what he's done and how he. Uh, the, the, the circumcision for all the people who were not circumcised before and, and so forth. And then coming to uh, what we talked about last time more and more in verse nine, which is that uh, the, the, the Lord said to Joshua, today I have rolled away the reproach of Egypt from you. And so the name of that place is called Gilgal, which means again, uh, rolling or, or uh, as we said, uh, the, 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 uh, the, the, the wheel that is rolling. So that's where the name came from because he rolled away the reproach of Egypt. And we, as we said, also the reproach of Egypt then is the Egypt kind of, uh, of, of, of mocking uh, them because they went and God took them to the wilderness and then they were uh, left to, to ponder and to wander and to get lost in the in the wilderness and how at one point it's kind of like mocking them like here you are here is uh, that guy that you trusted and let you out of egypt and so forth and in the end result now that you are lost in in the 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 the, the wilderness so that was like the reproach of egypt 
uh, against the people. And we talked about that, how that is the reproach of, of, of devil against us, which is always accusing us and always mocking us and so forth. Then comes something that actually kind of the, the seal of, of, of a series of prepping, the seal of a series of prepping. The prepping started from, again, uh, crossing the river, from uh, following the, 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 the Ark of the Covenant, uh, the circumcision, the healing, and then comes the last few verses in chapter five, which is, talks about a beautiful event, which is the Passover. By the way, this is the third time the people did the Passover. So they did it the first time before they left Egypt. And did it one more time in Sinai, and then they stopped doing it for a long time, till they did it again in the first time in the land of Canaan. So it tells you also that how how the, 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 the people forgot, because the Lord asked them to do this, and asked them, like, do this as a, as a memorial and, and keep teaching this. But we'll see that within that, that uh, year, those, all those years that they, that, that they were lost, they also lost the commandments itself. So that's why that event here was like a real big, big deal for them. So uh, Joshua from 510, it says, <clears throat> While the people of Israel were encamped at Gilgal, they kept the Passover on the 14th day of the month in the evening on the plains of Jericho. And the day after the Passover, on that very day, they ate of the produce of the land, unleavened cakes and parched grain. And the manna ceased to the day, and the manna ceased the day after they ate of the produce of the land. And there was no longer manna for the people of Israel, but they ate of the fruit of the land of Canaan that year. When Joshua was by Jericho, he lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, a man was standing before him with his drawn sword in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said to him, are you for us or for our adversaries? And he said, no, but I am the commander of the army of the Lord. Now I have come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshiped and said to him, what does, the, what does my Lord say to his servant? And the commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, take off your sandals from your feet for the place where you are standing is holy. And Joshua did so different very 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 strange encounter again and very very similar if you notice the text very similar to the the text with moses right take off your shoes because the land is holy and you know uh, that 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 same thing which we'll, we'll we'll talk about it here in just in just the next few minutes uh what what is god trying to tell joshua but again joshua 5 is if we, if we kind of want to want to classify it or put it in points you see uh number one what happened here is uh, the Lord is trying to remind his people about the covenant. The Lord is re re renewing the covenant. The Lord is, uh, is remembering his, uh, allowing them to remember his goodness and finally remembering his presence, his presence. So what, what's happening? Again, we said that the first thing is renewing the covenant. Again, the people were, although the Lord was dealing with them and was providing for them and everything, but they're still not marked as his own people not marked as his own people. But, but then comes the time, okay, now you have to, to, to actually remember and you have to renew and you have to move on as you walk into the land of, of the promised land as actually marked for, for him. 
right? And as we said, all this is very, very much prototype of what, uh, uh, what happened to us. So we, we all learn from this, what happened to each one of us. You know, this is again, the, the, the same uh, mindset of, of, of St. Paul's teaching when he talks about that, that uh, we, we were, we were uh, buried with him, right? And then we, 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 we raised with him after the baptism. So the baptism, that's why the baptism, what, what, we, what we believe in is, is actual burial of the, of, the, of the old nature and renewal and the birth of, of the new nature. That's why when the Lord said that no one will enter the kingdom unless he's born again. Re, so that's born again is what's happening. And this is exactly what happened in, in, in Joshua here is the prototype of that, that they were, as we said, remember when we talked about Joshua taking the 12 uh, stones and leaving them in the, in the middle of the, of the river buried there, right? This is the old nature that is buried there. And then now they are, they are being renewed. They are being renewed. But before that, again, they had to go through the circumcision, which is the daily, daily purification. Right. If you look again at the at the text, you, a lot of times we hear the circumcision of the heart, the circumcision of the ears, that that we need to continually being able to be circumcised and to 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 uh, remove the 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 anything that that uh, prevent us from being labeled as his children, and then staying for a while for healing, and then being ready for the Eucharist for the for the Passover, where we actually become one with God and not only one, we are content with him. This is why, again, the, the text is very, very interesting where it says that when they, when they did that, they, 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 they ate from the uh, fruit and the produce of, of the land itself. And the manna, so again, and the day after the Passover, so they ate, they ate, they ate the Passover first, and then on that very day, they ate of the produce of the land. So the same day, they ate the, the Passover and they ate the produce of the land. And here is something that's very, very important because when, 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 when they ate of the produce of the land, as I mentioned last time, that produce, they never labored for that produce. It was given to them, right? And another very interesting topic here, interesting point here, that all those people, out of all those people, that produce of the land was something what new for them, right? They've been in the wilderness for a long time, right? Except for whom? Except for whom? The only two people from that whole pe from that whole generation that actually went and ate from the produce of the land or whom. Joshua is one of them and Caleb, right? The two spies, right? That they went and then then the, the, they've seen and the they ate from that produce of the land and they came back to Moses saying, you know, this is so and so and so. And they brought in the, the, the cluster of the grape and they couldn't they couldn't carry it by themselves and, and all the stories. So here you see something that's very important also, which is the 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 longing, you know, I'm just, just imagine again, uh, Joshua in that moment that he, after he seen the land as a spy, went back again to Moses and then all those, or all this time and then crossing the river and everything. And he wanted and wanted and wanted again, when can I go back again and eat from that same produce one more time, right? And exactly as when we, when we really, you know, taste that God gives us some kind of, 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 of grace and blessing to taste 
the 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 the, the beauty of of being him, and then you know that produces or that makes makes ourselves longing more and more and more to have more, longing more to have this. With this comes to mind the story of David when he longed for water from his home, right? When when he was uh, uh, running away from Saul and and he was just like wondering, just like what I wish that I can just have a sip of water from from my homeland, right? And his people went and 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 went through all the struggle to go and just to bring him some water and to come back to him. And then he said, well, I cannot even drink this water anymore. You know, you, you, you put all your, your, you risk your life for me and I, I, and I can't do that. But again, the idea here is how much we are really longing for the produce of the promised land, how much we are really longing for that and how we can really keep our mind on, on the fact that like, you know what, when once we taste and then we need more and more and more and more, right? And that's why at this point, what happened? The manna stopped. The manna stopped. And again, imagine with me the people who are been in the wilderness for 40 years, just eating only manna, right? And now all of a sudden they have the whole land in front of them, right? Have the whole land in front of them. And that's why God later on kind of put, put some regulations because like, okay, you are here. You need to understand that. You need to actually appreciate what you have, right? But, but when, when you read in, in, in chapter five, again, the, 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 the text, and you see that, uh, that uh, the, 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 he, the ate first, right? And the day after the Passover on that very day, they ate the, of the produce of the land. So they ate the Passover first, and then they ate from the produce of the land, unleavened cakes and parched grain. What is parched grain? It's, it's some kind of, 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 of uh, corn. Some people say parched grain is like, uh, like uh, 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 roasted or burned, but it's mainly uh, the idea of, of being um, uh, able to, 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 to taste and able to use what God is providing in order for them to be... Uh, um, satisfied with it, satisfied with it. So it, it, the 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 um, the the experience that they had was something that's definitely something different and something that they were longing for more all their life, all their life. And and here you can always go back again to 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 uh, to Hebrews. You know when uh, especially chapter three when St. Paul is talking about uh, how much they were in the wilderness and they were not able to come to the rest, right? But as it says here that uh, by most of them, God was not pleased and did not enter into the rest. Uh, so the, the question for us is uh, he, he, that he wants us to actually to, 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 to be prepared in order to uh, enjoy the rest. And this is something that we, we again, we, we talked about this more and more before, the idea of enjoying that trust when the rest is in him, right? So, so again, looking at our lives and look at, looking at our, our, our uh, 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 routine and everything, and then coming back again, like looking at the, the, the sequence of the events that happened in Joshua 5, 4 and 5, and see again, like what is it that will make us actually be, be prepared to enjoy 
that rest, right? So based on the sequence, again, what, what are those things? Number one, after the prom, they went in the promised land, they had to, or before that, they had to actually, as we said, we had, they had to go through the crossing the river. They had to, 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 to be renewed again. They had to, the old man has to, to, to die and they had to be born again from, from that. They had to go through the faith of knowing that there is a promise for them. They had to go through, as we said, the pain of the circumcision. They had to go through being submitting their life and, and, and their steps to the, the direction of God, not their own will. They had to pause when he told them to pause. They had to be healed from, from the, the, the circumcision. They, and then they were ready to enjoy the produce of the land after, after eating the, the Passover. So you see how that the parallel of that with our own spiritual life, right? And, and again, a lot of times we say like, we're not enjoying our relationship with God, right? A lot of times it's more of a pressure. It's more of feeling the guilt. It's more of feeling that we are always uh, uh, short in front of God, right? But in, 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 the, in the text that, that we have here, actually, no, you see that there is, you can, you can tell that there is what, there is some kind of, they are, they are actually in rest, finally. Right, so they are enjoying that, right? And and you see that again. That's why the detailed thing that while the people of Israel again Joshua five ten were encamped at Gilgal, Gilgal again where the shame or the reproach of Egypt was rolled away. Right, they kept in they kept the Passover on the fourteenth day of the month in the evening on the plains of Jericho. The plains of Jericho also gives us the idea that they are ready to. To, 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 to in front of them, the other battle, right? They're still, they're still yes, they are in the rest, but they're still <clears throat> preparing for another <clears throat> round. And the day after the Passover, on that very day, the eighth of the produce of the land, unleavened cake and porch. Again, imagine again, walking into the land that is full of honey and milk, as the Lord said, and they not, never tailored, they never labored, they never planted, they never did anything. Here you go, you walk in, and the, the land is going, giving them what? The fruits, right? You can see all the joy, all the excitement, all the final rest, like here we are, finally. We don't have to go out every morning and collect the manna and eat it and make sure that, you know, nothing stays for the morning and then so forth, and you have to wake up early in the morning before it, it, is, it is disappeared, and, and all those things. Now you see something that is ready for you. And I think again, this is this is you know what what we 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 should have and what we should actually understand that that you know going through that those steps will allow us at the end to actually enjoy the relationship. You know, maybe the one big thing out of today is how can we really enjoy our relationship with God? It is is it something that we really like we really enter into the rest as St. Paul says in Hebrews and we enjoy that or we're still wandering around. We're still wandering around. We don't want to go through the steps in order to at the, at the end, you know, receive the produce of the land that, that we didn't labor for, right? Again, it's not like we don't have to labor. 100% we have to labor, but again, it is given to us. That's why, again, we're, we're St. Paul talks in Ephesians that the, all the heavenly blessing, all the blessing that's in heaven, right? That is given to us. But we have to do that. Big part, as we mentioned last couple of times, big part of, of, of uh, crossing the Jordan River is following what 
as Joshua said, they were following what always? The covenant, the Ark of the Covenant. The covenant. That where the tabernacle, the, the, the Torah, the, the, the word of God, right? So that's the main thing. And we'll see this again, coming back again, as we would talk about Jericho next time. That still, they were following the Torah. They were following the, the Ark of the Covenant where the Torah is. So you, you see that, that, that uh, uh, sequence of events that is, that is kind of like giving us uh, uh, like the blueprint of what we should do, of what we should do, right? Whether again, and, and you see this and you go back again to, to Hebrews and he goes like, with most of them, God did not, was not pleased and they did not enter into the rest. Enter to it. So it's, it's very, very encouraging and very, very actually detailed in order for us to know exactly, you know, uh, what, is, uh, what is the way to do that. And then he goes after this and the manna sees the day after the ate of the produce of the land and there was no longer manna for the people of Israel, but the ate of the fruit of the land of Canaan that year. So how many years they were eating the manna? 40 years, right? 40 years. And then now, okay, like I brought you to this point, right? I provided you for this point. Now I have something better for you, right? Although the manna is the, the coming from heaven, but now you're going to have some more. But remember, still, you still have to fight also, right? So here, here is that switch with that. What else that from that from that passage? What do you think? Anybody has any comments or any thoughts about those verses in Joshua 10 to Joshua uh, 12, 10, 11, and 12? Yes. They did it when they were in Egypt. They did it in Sinai, and then didn't yes yes and then coming back again now like okay you need to do that right yes so probably most of this of this of this generation that's probably the first time for them right yes that's why it's, it's a big big thing right and and the eight from the after this uh, and again, here you see that the eight, the unleavened, unleavened again, as we will see later on, and from the time before where the Lord told them that the, the remove anything that is leavened because it's a symbol of sin and just everything should be unleavened. And then after this, you have another very, very strange encounter, right? So after they went, and they were by Jericho, so they are close to Jericho, not entering it yet. As before, here it says, like the, in the beginning, it said they are in the plain of Jericho, right? In verse 10. They ate in the evening on the plains of Jericho, right? And then in, in 13, it talks more that when Joshua was by Jericho, he lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, a man was standing before him with his drawn sword in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said to him, are you for us or for our adversary? This is a, 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 a very, very important encounter here. First of all, why, why we, we know that this is another uh, one of those apparition of the, of the uh, 
second hypostasis in the Old Testament, right? Uh, but why during that time? Why, what is the significance of the timing that when Joshua was by Jericho, that he lifted up and saw the commander of the Lord? What does that tell us? And the way it is prescribed also in the text itself, he said that I am the commander of the army of the Lord. What do you think of that? Means that to show yes, him please. that God is with him and he sent his commander to help him in the war. But this is uh, to trust in God and his uh, in, in management of the war. Yes, that you're, you're, this fight is not your fight. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's not your fight. So he, here he go and, 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 and you see this from the instruction that was given even later more uh, as, as the, they are planning to enter Jericho. But from the beginning, God is telling Joshua, remember, it's my work. It's not your fight, it's my fight, right? Again, as we said last time, because if it was Joshua's fight, again, as we said, the perfect time would just be right after the cross and right after it says that the enemies and the king's uh, the hearts were melted and they're all just kind of terrified and that would be the time to go and strike and just take care of that. But, you know, again, with, with a very, very strange order from God, like, no, don't do that. We're gonna actually do the, the have everyone, all the army be circumcised, all the army will stay till they are healed and then I'll tell you. So here, from this, this moment, you know, the Lord, you know, said, okay, I am the commander of the army of the Lord. And just like, again, be, 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 be aware of that. What else? What else with that encounter? Yes, Nabi. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. So it's an encouragement and reminder again, as we said earlier, remember again, we said that three things we are talking about here. The first one is renewal of the covenant with the, with the circumcision. The second thing is the, uh, uh, the, the, the uh, remembering his goodness by the provision of God. And then here he is reminding him and the nation that remembrance of his what? His presence, that I am here. I am here. So it's very, very much encouragement for him. Again, still they're looking at Jericho with all the great walls and the, everything and, and, and all that. Uh, 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 so whoever heart can be really broken or melted or have uh, uh, kind of, you know, what, what, we, what we struggle with right now is a lot of people, a lot of times we have that, the, the struggle with the, with the self-worth. Like, you know what, I, I don't know how to do things and I, who am I to be able to fight and who am I to be able to do this? And we're always feeling that we are, we are defeated, right? So that is, that is a very, very important point when how we can, again, here it says that what did Joshua do in order to, to, to see that, that uh, encounter? What does it say? Before that, in verse 13, look, the text is very important, the details. When Joshua was by Jericho, what did he do? He lifted up his eyes, right? 
as if imagine you know you you have you're so worried and you're so looking down right and because you're so worried and so looking down and so so engulfed in your own problems you're missing the opportunity to see whom god right doesn't that happen to us all the time right exactly like whom there is the beautiful story in luke about about whom the woman with the spirit of infirmity one of the things that we pass by without because it's only mentioned in luke and we don't really focus on it she was she was all what she all what her problem is that she was what she was possessed by a spirit of infirmity all what she can do she cannot do anything all what she's doing is she's looking down she can't even lift up her 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 her, her herself And how many times we are struggling with the same thing, right? Even though we cross over, even though we are being, being circumcised, even though we are being filled with the spirit and everything, but a lot of times we're not able to lift up our eyes, right? We're just so drowned and so pulled down, whether by our own sins or by lack of faith or by uh, not trusting or by not having hope or whatever. But it's very, very important when you look at the text and you see, like, it mentions that Joshua lift up his eyes. In other, in other circumstances, you see that, okay, and like, for example, the book of Acts, and the angel came and, uh, and did this to Peter, or did, right? So he's trying to get their attention. Or their, but here, no, here is like, it shows that it, 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 it is Joshua who's actually lift, lifted his eyes in order to see, right? And I think it's, 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 it's something that's very important for us when we try to put the effort to lift up our eyes, right? Why? Because we know from this, from these stories, from those circumstances, from our own experiences that the, 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 the commander of the army of the Lord is with us, right? That's exactly, there is a verse in Hebrews that reminds me of this, that St. That Paul says, when he says that looking at the, at the whom in another translation said the commander of our salvation right see the parallel so it's a good question that we can ask ourselves now like really are we able to lift up our eyes or not do we want to lift up our eyes or not maybe i can't lift up my eyes But, but he is there. So again, the third thing in that chapter after renewing the covenant and after re- remembering his provision that he is the one that gives, that he is the one who will, who will give us that, that uh, contentment, the, 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 the satisfaction, the fulfillment, the very important thing before any battle is remembering his presence and not any presence, right? But he says, and the commander of the, I am the commander of the army of the Lord. Now I have come. Now I have come. What do you think? You know, what, what else? Why we can't see or we can't hear? You know, here is, here is a couple of things. Here's the vision and the hearing, right? So he lifted up his eyes and saw, and then the commander spoke to him. So he's able to actually see and, and hear, right?
Who else in the New Testament saw and heard something like that? And that was a major change. Buddha. Exactly, St. Paul. Exactly, exactly. He saw light surrounding him and he heard a voice saying, so, so why do you, why are you persecuting me, right? So you see, you see in several, in several things, and I'm sure again, you know, this is something that we all go through it, that, that we see and we hear. But again, a lot of times we just, we don't even, we have that spirit of, of infirmities that we are always looking down. We're not able to see and not able to hear. And then we, we, we miss the opportunity of knowing his, his presence that is with us all the time. What, what else in this encounter? I just don't wanna, you know, pass it fast because there is a lot in this. Why, why do you think the same text that the Lord gave Moses, the same text that the Lord is giving Joshua here? Again, as you said, the last verse is, is like a copy of the, of the text that the Lord said to Moses, take off your sandals from your feet for the place where you are standing is holy. You think like God has no other words to say. It's just like he ran out of words. So let me just use the same line that I used with Moses before. It worked with Moses, so it might work with you. Coming from the same source, number one, right? So this is a very good point. Like that's, that is, this is the same source, the same, the same reason, the same spirit, the same God. This is one thing. What else? To give him assurance that I will be with you as I was with Moses. As I was with Moses, yes. And he said this to him several times, right? Several times. He exactly said that several times. As I was with Moses, I will be with you, right? So here again, he's, he's giving him or bringing him to the same situation that I'm sure he've heard from Moses and he listened to it several times and knew exactly how much that was actually the point of change for Moses. Right, because that's when Moses actually start to go and start to 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 have his 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 uh, 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 the beginning of his mission. So he's bringing back again, like remember, I as I worked with Moses, it's not just a promise, but okay, the same words are are very important for you to hear. What else? What is the message here again? As I work it with Moses, I will work with you. Okay, exactly. But what is the message? What is he asking him? What did he ask Moses to do? To take off his? Take off with Sunday. Okay, which means what? It is a holy place. Exactly. So you need to be prepared. You need to be holy, right? In order as Moses received that and was able to see and was able to hear and was able to take this fire with him and change his life, you will do the same thing on the same condition again that you have to take off your sin. You have to distance yourself from what is unholy. You have to be prepared. You have to, to, to also, we, we, we were talking about this one time, that, that you know, imagine again in, 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 in the desert, in the sand, whether it's probably hot time or like, you know, the, the, it is uncomfortable to stand without sandals, barefoot, right? So he's pushing him to, to, to rely more to, to show the character that he is really able to obey regardless of the circumstances and definitely the meaning itself of taking away 
everything that is holding him from being holy. Again, as you said before, he's preparing him and preparing all of them to the battle, right? So again, for us, in every time, in order to be prepared for a battle, we have to make sure that we are in that life of repentance all the time. We're taken off the things that, that brings us back to anything that is unholy. One other thing with this text here is, is the repetition of the same familiar text. And I think this is a very, very, very practical tip for all of us. When we have a familiar text that we hold onto, right? And that becomes for us an actual inspiration, right? Like really, like what is, what is, your, what is your famous verse? What is the verse that is so close to your, to your heart? What is the one psalm that you really, the go-to psalm all the time, right? We re was reading with, uh, with another group, the, 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 some steps into, helps into the contemplation, the mind of contemplation. And, and one of the first steps that is recommended is when we shift our mind from a thought into a prayer word. What is a prayer word? an actual word of prayer and how much that can has a huge impact in allowing us to walk into that silence, right? So when we are prepared for that, when we have, again, here the Lord said the same thing, because again, I'm sure that that text itself has a huge impact on Joshua. So it wasn't just like, okay, he could have told him again, as he said before, as I was with Moses, I'll be with you. But he's bringing the same text again because of something that's very, 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 uh, I believe psychologically very important. Going back again to something that is very powerful, right? I think we need to, 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 to use that strategy in our fight, right? Again, have, be proactive. Like have something always, I remember always that verse, that, that psalm, that hymn, that song, something to go to. And really when we are under the assault of the thoughts, you're literally changing, shifting your mind from accepting the assault into what we call the prayer word. So it's there and it has its own power. It has its own actually even psychological impact because that brings to me certain good memories. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not just a repetition, but it's actually something that's very, very, very uh, powerful and it has a very strong impact and a very good strategy for us as we are we are uh, going through the different battles that you go through. So that's exactly. I mean, we have to learn from those strategies that that Joshua went through. He is about you know, to 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 enter into a huge battle. He doesn't know what's going to happen. He doesn't have a plan yet. Nothing. All he knows is that he's going to cross over. They landed right across from Jericho, as, as we said before. And then all of it, like, okay, what's next? I have no idea, right? I have no idea. There is nothing. God didn't tell him from before, by the time you enter and you cross and you will enter into, you'll see Jericho and be sure that you can, no. All, this, all the, 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 the uh, instructions came right after, right? They did this once they, one, one they were already ready to do that, right? So I'm sure that still, you know, yes, they have the promise. Yes, they ate from the, from the producer of the land that yes, they, they are there into the rest, but still, okay, how are, how are we gonna do this, right? 
And here is telling him, remember again, remember the same word that I sent Moses and allowed him to take off with his mission based on that site with the burning bush. I'm repeating the same text here again. And by the commander of the Lord himself ordered that you know how you're going to, to move. Although you still don't have the exact instructions, right? So it's very, very reassuring. And, and it needs a lot of, 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 of acceptance from, from, from us, right? When all what you have is a text, right? Again, you know, the Lord is my shepherd. Okay, but I have this huge problem, right? The Lord is my shepherd. It's not going to help me. <laughs> but yes, it will help, right? But with our own mind, like, what would that do to me, right? And here's the irony of, of, of having a text and having a faith in the text and looking at the actual problem, right? And those are the moments of faith, the moment of trust, the moment of jumping into that leap of, of faith, right? But knowing again, remember at this time they had what in front of them? They had the 12 stones, right? That they brought out and bring them in with them, right? So even if there's still no, like, we have no idea, the Lord hasn't gave us any instructions yet, like we know, right? We're looking at those 12 stones as memorial, right? As a reason for us to, to, to rekindle that faith again and that love again and that trust again. It's, it's a beautiful story. Again, as we said, it's, you know, Joshua is amazing, 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 very, very, very practical. And I think it, it lays down for us the, 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 as I said, like the blueprint of how we should uh, uh, function on a daily basis, to be honest with you, on a daily basis. We need to bury ourselves every day. We need to come up out of the river every day. We need to go through the circumcision every day. We need to remember every day what he's done for us. We need to, on a weekly basis or whenever we, what we, we can, partake from the Eucharist, partake from the produce of the land. By the way, when we do, I was just reading this actually, that, that, that's beauty of the orthodoxy also, that the produce or the Eucharist is so much linked to the produce of the land. Because the offering here is what? The wheat and the grape. And this is as if the whole land is participating in that offering. So we, 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 we don't wanna ignore that because that's part of actually renewing the whole world. So it's not only us. But you know, as as you know, uh, I think the the uh, I think that's right. You know, uh, the, the, the Baba this year he announced like this is a year for for also the the the, the land and the and the, the the nature something like that. I can't quite remember, but like a, a year to 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 focus on the on the uh, nature, right? So that is very very orthodox, by the way, because again offering from the produce of the land means that we are actually acknowledging what God has given us. And this is part of that Eucharist, right? And the reason also, or the proof for that, when we pray special litany for the land and for the rain and for the crops and for the herbs and for everything, right? It's not just like, you know, put there to, to, to fill in more or to give us more, more, uh, lengthy time, no, but there is a reason that the whole nature, the whole universe is part of that renewal, right? So it's all those things are very, very important for us to understand and to kind of look at it uh, from, from, from that view, from that view. 
I think we'll stop at this point. This is the, the end of chapter five. And then sort of next time we'll, we'll move on with the more details about, again, the battle of Jericho. And you'll see next, next time, chapter six, there is lots of repetition. So we'll probably read the text and then get the, 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 the main points and why, why the repetition uh, of, of the texts and then uh, see exactly why uh, or what happened and how God worked with them and how we also still uh, take this as, as uh, personal teaching for, for us in our uh, spiritual battles also. Any other questions or additions? Okay, I think we'll stop at this point and we'll be ready for uh, chapter six, God willing. I'll have to next week is the 23rd, right? And I think there is a wedding <laughs> back again to the wedding season. Um, yes, yes. So I'll, I'll send the, uh, I have to figure out the exact timing and everything. So, but uh, stay tuned if uh, any change in, in timing, I'll send the notification, God willing. Okay, let's pray. In the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, and we have the Father, we thank you Lord, for this time. Thank you Lord, for your care, Lord, reminding us always, Lord, that you are the commander, Lord, you are the, the, the battle is yours, Lord. So just need to, to follow and just need to fall down in front of you, Lord, and submit and just let you lead everything, Lord. Praying, Lord, that you give us that, uh, that uh, trust and that faith and that uh, uh, reassurance, Lord, that you are always fighting for us, Lord, and you will uh, able to always, Lord, uh, fill us with all your goodness, all your goodness, Lord, all the time. Praying for everyone, those who are with us, those who aren't, those who are struggling, those who have no one to remember them, Lord. Through our prayers of all your saints in your name, hear us in the praise of our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, that will be done. On earth, give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses. Forgive those who trespass. Lead us not temptation, but deliver us from the evil. Thy name, the kingdom, power, the soul. Go in peace, peace be with you all. Have a good night. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. Thank you. 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 Thank you.